sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Jesus is coming again. But when? Today? Maybe? Tomorrow? Could be? A thousand years? Could be? We don't know when Jesus is going to be coming again, but we must be ready. We must be prepared for the second return of Christ our King. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into his second coming, we want you to know, well, talking about his second coming. Uh, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email. And the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Um, that's I-G-N-I-T-I-O-N at... S as in Sam, F as in Frank. Catholic. Catholic. Dot O-R-G. <laughs> Sorry. So there was a, yeah. There inside was joke. Inside pre-recording little mocking of the host was made by the co-host. <laughs> uh, back this week again, Robin Bruggeman. Hey, Robin. Hi. Robin, uh, you're going to be here for a few weeks. Like, you, we we ended we we ended we ended the that's what you do at the end of the liturgical you end it yeah end it strong we finished the end of liturgical year uh, our Lord Jesus Christ King of the Universe last mm-hmm. weekend yep we prepared for Advent which is this weekend yep um, and you're gonna be here for like I think through Christmas I might as well just pack my bags and move on in you might as well <laughs> where's Cran is Cran's back yet we know where she is. We know, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> actually, I'll, that's say, right. I'll tell you, I'll sleep in her office. <laughs> R- Renee, Renee Kranz is is the probably well, normally the regular co-host. She's the other lady. <laughs> the other, the other R, who the other, sometimes they call Robin Renee and Renee Robin. Yeah, but you're Robin. So I am. Robin, uh, we are going to talk about, as I said in the open, mm-hmm. the second coming. So this is, um, and I love this. We 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 recorded a little bit. Uh, uh, for Biblical Bites with Dr. B, uh, talked about this a little bit, but as you and I were talking about possible topics for today, mm-hmm. kind of thought it'd be worth spending some more time on. So the first Sunday of Advent, this mm-hmm. weekend, if folks are listening to this live uh, as it's recorded, or, or recently at least, um, with Advent, of course, people's attention turns. <laughs> well, it probably has already turned mm-hmm. in our culture, but liturgically speaking, um, we turn our attention to for Christmas. Advent is a season of preparation. Mm -hmm. A little bit, and we talked about this a little bit last week, a little bit of a penitential flair. Mm -hmm. It's got the same color as Lent. Um, So it's a a, a season of preparing to celebrate uh, Jesus's birth, Mm -hmm. his quote unquote birthday. Um, But I I think, Robin, that, that Catholics are less aware of the other dimension of what we're praying for in Advent, which is mm-hmm. preparing not only, excuse me, to celebrate his birth 2,000 years ago in the past, but we're also preparing to, to anticipate, no, we, we're also anticipating his second coming whenever that might be. Yep. As I said in the open, it could be today. Yeah, it could, could be. be tomorrow. It could be a thousand, could be a million years from now. Mm-hmm. 
whenever it comes again. But in Advent, we're preparing for that. And in a particular way, we're doing so. Uh, again, if, depending on when you're listening to this, but the first Sunday of Advent, the first sub- Sunday of Advent, before we turn to prepare, looking at uh, John the Baptist um, and the, the foretelling of his birth and then his birth and um, Gabriel going then also to Mary and the Annunciation and all that. Before we get to that, in the coming Sundays of Advent, the first Sunday of Advent focuses on Jesus's second coming. Mm. So the... Um, the I had the bookmark in exactly the right spot. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the second Sunday, second reading. Sorry, the second reading for Mass, um, the first Sunday of Advent. Year, you know what cycle we're in, Robin? Oh my goodness, I should. Yes, you should. It's either A, B, or C. Yes. Well <laughs> done. Just all. Of the, it's not all of the above. Is it B? It's A. Oh, we we were with Luke last yeah, week. I and should now know this, Matthew. but Matthew, yeah. you're A. Because the church runs on an A, B, C cycle. Correct. For those who don't know, Correct. don't know that. So that yeah, and we'll talk about we'll talk yep. about that more. Another topic. Time. Yeah. Um St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 13, verses eleven through fourteen. Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. The gospel, Matthew 24, 37 through 44. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, there were eating and drinking, marrying and giving a marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So, too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Uh, And then also, um, this is getting deep into the living lit here, Rob. In Advent... Okay, what's when I say to you, because you might not know, um, the preface of, to the Eucharistic prayer. Do you know what the preface is, Robin? Well, something in before. Mass, in the context of the Mass, the preface of the Eucharistic prayer. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. You it's too early it in the morning. It's too <laughs> early. <laughs> you, Robin said, if you ask me a question and I don't know, don't like stick with it. Okay. <laughs> You know so how to read my mind. The preface is the um, okay after the preparation of the altar. Um, pray, brethren, that I sacrifice. Except whatever he says, and we say we yeah. stand mm-hmm. and we say something back. Uh, lift up your hearts. We lift them up, up to, the, to Lord. the Lord. Let's give praise, to the Lord our God. It, it is, is right and just. just. Then, well, that's actually maybe part of, but then comes the preface. So up until then, holy, holy, holy. So that shorter okay. prayer, um, that's basically the thing that we stand for. We were sitting, we stand, 
We do the preface and then we kneel for the Eucharistic prayer. So mm-hmm. there, there are 70 different prefaces. 70, wow. So some of them are proper seven. to the liturgical season you're in. Some of them, like during ordinary time, there's like seven or eight. But they can to choose be from. Used. Okay, so that's why I thought seven. From. Funny. So okay. for Advent, there are two prefaces for Advent. Only two. Two. Wow. The first one, preface one, is to be used from the first Sunday of Advent until the 16th. The second preface is to be used from the 17th to the 24th. Maybe we'll talk yeah. about that preface in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll see. I want to know. The name for preface one of Advent is the two comings of Christ. Oh, nice. So, so the beginning of Advent is all about us preparing, yes, to celebrate Jesus's birth, but also to anticipate his second coming. Yes. So that gets us I love into that. this the topic for general today. topic yeah. for today. Yeah. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you thought, oh, maybe we could talk about this. Yeah. Well, you and I attended the Real Presence Radio Banquet. You were the MC. Did a great job. Thank you. Um, and there was a guest speaker. Dr. Ralph there, Martin. And he just kind of touched on that a little bit. Um and like living in our times, especially, we live in some really wonky times. Yep. And things that we never thought we would see and things that are okay, that probably shouldn't be okay. And it just kind of gets you thinking about the second coming. And honestly, I look at the times we're living in now and I picture it to be like, is it Sodom or whatever? Is that yep. the, yeah. Like, you know, when we read that in the Bible, we think, oh my gosh, that's nuts. Look, you know, but I kind of feel like we're living in that now. That's my opinion. Right. Um, with just really unbelievable things. So it kind of gets you thinking of the second. I mean, we should always think of the second coming. Always. And I I love that our faith, our Catholic church, um, does it for, you know, lays it out for us. If 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 we're forgetting that, okay, Jesus could come anytime, the church is reminding us, and especially during Advent, it sets aside that time of the year for us to redirect. You know, in case you forgot or in case you're getting sleepy, stay awake Yep. because you do not know. Um, and, you know, we should be choosing to live that way every day, yep. we, every moment. And we can we can all get sleepy from time to time. So I love that Advent is reminding us to stay awake. So anyways, um, the guest speaker kind of touched on a few things. It was kind of funny because I'm texting Chris during we're in different parts of the convention room and I'm texting Chris saying, I think we have some podcast ideas yeah, from yeah. what he is saying um, episode, and yeah, to episode episode topics. Episode like topics yeah, I think yeah, is what yeah. I texted you, which yeah. I felt really naughty doing during someone's presentation. Here, I was still I'm listening. To focus on being yeah, a, and you're like, what? An MC and it's Robin and across the room. What podcast topics? <laughs> anyway, so he just really did a nice gentle job of talking about that. Of course he was talking to a room full of people that it's probably on their mind already, but yep. it just really gets you thinking. Um how can we invite others into that? Right. Because that's, we can evangelize in that way and out of love for our family, friends, and everyone. Let's just help each other to stay awake. Amen. So, so the fact of the matter is, there's something in this, there, there are two things. One, we know, there are more than two things, but I want to focus on two things. There's something that we know, and then there's something that we don't know. We know that Jesus Christ, King of the universe, will come again. He will Amen. return uh, in glory. What exactly that's what exactly that will look like, we're not so sure, mm-hmm. but he will return um, at the end of time. Right. 
Secondly, though, we have no idea. Right. When that will be. Yeah. Uh, there are, we are called to read the signs of the times, um, but Jesus says, you do not know the, the hour, or the hour, time hour or the time. Like that, yeah. 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 The day or the hour. So we don't know for certain when he will come again, but we do know that we he will come he will. again and we're supposed to be ready. Be ready. Yeah. So yeah, vigilance, I think yeah. is another word. Yeah. Stay erect. There's um, um, stay awake, stand erect for your salvation is now at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that kind of language arise from your slumber. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think, I think it's important for all of us. So even like the Robins and the Chris's and the Elise's uh, of the world where we're, we're really trying to grow in our faith and take our faith seriously. Um, I think it's important that all of us remember, no, it, it's easy for any, any one of us can get just the, the way life is, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we're really busy and in the busyness we can get spirit. We can get into a spiritual slumber. We can, yeah. Where we kind of just, you know, start going through the motions spiritually. Mm-hmm. And this is where Advent, especially the first part of Advent, and these strong reminders in the mass readings, daily mass readings as well, mm-hmm. uh, in Advent here. Um, no, I, I need to. I need to wake up. Yeah. And me, maybe, maybe I, I it, maybe we have to help one another. No, we do need to help one another. Yep. Just maybe we have have to help one another stay awake as yeah. well. Yeah, and I, it also kind of just as we're talking made me think of kind of keeping your candle lit. Mm. You know, you see a lot of candles this time of year, um, or even like the Christmas lights. Think of it as Christmas lights being on, um, or candles lit. It's keeping our candles lit, keeping that light of Christ lit, being you know sitting there, staying awake, being vigilant, and. Um, so the other thing we kind of talked about with ahead of this was just how there's so much talk of the second coming, or do you not want to go that far yet? Let's talk about that in just one minute. Okay. But in case folks are just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. Forgot my name there for just a minute, Robin. At least you remembered uh, I'm mine. I'm talking with Robin. <laughs> what? What? What'd you just say? Nothing. I didn't hear it. I was talking, <laughs> listening to myself talk. If your listeners don't know, we, we have a hard time staying serious. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm, it's like Robin and I are me. talking today about um, it's the halfway mark. The, the, it's We're the, the beginning of Advent, which is which it with its I think for many Catholics somewhat unusual emphasis on the second coming. So as you were about to say. <laughs> Sorry, Robin. but I'm looking at you thinking, now do you know what it's like to be me? You just had deer in headlights. So right. <laughs> We've just, it's a funny day, but let's, let's take things serious. Now we're talking about the second coming. (laughs) She's going to lose it here. Uh, Yeah. So yes, let's get serious. It's all about fun. Let's get serious. Living lit is having fun. Yes. And we can be serious. You lit in with your candles, by the way. I noticed that. Oh, I'm I'm so clever. We we don't do drinking games on ignition. Not yet. But. (laughs) In a couple weeks. (laughs) We did have some bubbly last week though. Yeah. No, no, go on, go on. Anyways, though, no, it's Seriously. it's good to be have fun with this because see, this shows that being into your faith can be fun, but we can seriously think about the second coming. <laughs> there are okay. If people are listening. They need to the <laughs> check us out on YouTube to, okay, to right. watch where we're. <laughs> so the other thing, the other thing, someday you're gonna get a camera and a mic. Better. Because Elisa is super fun over there in the corner. No one gets to see exactly. her her lighting up over there. We do I peripherally. Know. She's great. She's getting lit over there. Totally lit. 
So the second coming, yes. we hear a lot about in today's world, I think, the signs. Is that a sign? Right. Yes, yes, is that yes, a sign? Yes. Because yep. in the Bible, it says whatever. Maybe that is one of the signs. Maybe Jesus is coming right now. We don't know. But how do we balance the signs that we read about in Scripture with the not knowing? So were I... All right. Remember... Do you remember 1999, Robin? Yeah. I mean, do I remember it? Yeah. Like before the 2000? Yes. Yeah, we like had this big New Year's Eve party and gathered all of our family because we're like, well, just in case the world blows up, we're at least all together. Do yeah. I remember? Y2K. Yes. Remember Y2K? Yeah, the Y2K we thought K the bug? computers were going to blow Crash. up. And yeah. We uh, Jermaine paranoid. and I, so you, you I think you got, you got married before. Well, you got, you got, I got married in 93. So I actually had Carter in 99. Okay, yeah. I, I got Jermaine and I got married in '99. That's why you really remember it. Um, and uh, still study, I still studying in Rome. So we're newlyweds. So New Year's oh, Eve for us in Rome, it was in, in Rome. Oh, how so fun! Rome, like they were they, they a little were a lot more, more chilled relaxed. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching though. Like, You're watching the United as, States, you know, as as Sydney, Australia. Yeah, like as like, you watch everyone. Light, I was watching. Yeah. Are there lights? They still have electricity. Okay, they, yeah, they're, they're good. It's okay. fine. So I think yep. we're fine. Um, I think I bought one gallon of water, like that just was, in case that was, that was your dues to hear. For, well. <laughs> like, but there, you were being the, prepared. Yes. Yeah. There, there was a even even in Italy, but I know in the states mm-hmm. there was an, a, a bit of an apocalyptic fervor. Yeah. Like there were people definitely who definitely because of Y two K, but yeah. also I think for religious reasons. Yeah. Were um, reading mean, into stuff. They absolutely reading were. into it, yep. and that's always happened. I mean. Mm-hmm. I remember going to bookstores and growing up in the eighties and you know, the like six 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 is it Gorbachev, you know, yeah. uh, Mikhail Gorbachev who was the premier, whatever his title was, of of the Soviet Union at the time. And and, and before that, I mean, the the late great planet Earth by oh what the evangelical author in the seventies. Like there's been That's nothing new. That's nothing new. Yeah. So we are called to read the signs of the times uh on the one hand. And on the other hand, we're supposed to always be ready. Mm-hmm. So, so this is where going back to my my counsel for people is okay. Yeah, it's good to prepare. It's good to prepare, but but just be ready. I might get hit. I might get into an accident and die on my way home from work. Today. That's true. Jesus might yeah. not come again today. Your time might come before. But my time might. He come. comes exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, and and to be honest, Robin, I think sometimes. Not okay. I I can't name names because I don't know people's minds and hearts, but the sense I get sometimes, and I'm not thinking of any particular now, but at times, sometimes I think that can okay. Going for my own distraction, just my own experience. Um, this can all be a colossal distraction. Yes, and it can yeah, because you're focusing into- on that. You mean like I'm focusing on? Yep. Is it happening? Yep. Is this a sign? Yep. And and, and you're I focused I, on I the sign anxious. instead of I'm becoming. afraid. Yeah. I think the enemy can use, ironically, the mm-hmm. idea of Jesus' return, second coming, to foster um, dispositions that are actually contrary to how I shall live. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be anxious. Jesus says, don't be anxious. But a lot of people who get caught up in the whole, is, is this the time thing? Not everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Martin was not doing this. Right. But but I've definitely seen that, and I've seen it myself, Um like starting anxious and afraid. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of um, alleged Catholic visions. Uh, I, I, so my, early in my reversion, I was really, really caught up with signs and wonders and alleged visions and 
three days of darkness stuff and so on. And maybe some of those things are real and true and they'll happen. But I was really getting caught up and afraid. And it was becoming a distraction to actually growing closer to the Lord in personal prayer, Mm -hmm. in liturgical prayer, in studying, et cetera, et cetera, all the other things that we're called to do as missionary disciples. Right. So um, were my, like, okay, just, I should always be ready. Right. Yeah. Am I, am I praying? Am I receiving the sacraments? Mm-hmm. Am I am I always looking for attentive to the graces that God has given me every moment, every day, and trying to live those out? If I'm doing that, that's all I need to worry about. Right, right. That's the I shouldn't worry about anything. Exactly, exactly. We should just always be ready. And you know, you talk about the anxiousness that someone can get and the worry, but to bring it back to Advent, I feel like the church does a good job through our scriptural readings that we're getting daily um, with the mass readings and or the weekend, the Sunday readings of informing us through scripture, but also not, I mean, I don't get a sense when I, you know, I'm listening to you read what we're hearing at mass this weekend. It doesn't make me feel anxious and scared. Right. I mean, it's just that reminder of, yeah, we should always be ready. And so I feel like the church does such a beautiful job of not, putting fear, like an unhealthy fear into somebody. Advent really does bring this peace, I feel, of, um, you know, it has the gentle reminders, but we're being invited into a relationship with our Lord even deeper uh, because, you know, he came because he loved us so much. He, you know, God loved us so much that he sent his son for us um, at Christmas time or what we celebrate as Christmas. Yep. Um and so when we're focusing on that love and being drawn into the love of Christmas time and Advent, let's back up Advent because it's not Christmas until it's Christmas, um, that helps a person not have the fear, I think, side of it. Yep. So even, I just love how the church does that so beautifully. Yep. Like it take, the church takes care of it for us. Yep. If we just follow where the church is leading with the readings, with the prayers, with the season, we just have to show up, just show up, be aware be aware. I feel like Advent is all about being aware, um, having that self-awareness of where we are at spiritually, but an awareness of just what's going on in the church life. And then we just need to follow where the church is leading us. And as long as we're doing our part and allowing that grace in and being prepared, we'll hopefully be okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> we will be. Yes. I mean, we all, I mean, it's, it's serious. We talked in past episodes, especially about the moment of Mori. I mean, yep, we're all going to die and we all have to personally, we're all personally accountable to where we're at, but the church just so beautifully leads us along and all we have to do is just show up and be present yep. there Amen. and with Amen. our Lord. So, so, uh, so in light of all that, then reading the signs of time, the, of the times, I, I, I do think, and you said it, Dr. Martin uh, alluded to it last week, uh, Pope Benedict has spoken about this. The crisis that's going on, frankly, throughout Western civilization is probably the most serious crisis in Western civilization. In Western civilization, not the church, but in mm-hmm. Western civilization, probably since the fall of the Roman Empire, which is wow. like the fifth, sixth, seventh century ish. That's um, amazing. So, so this is definitely culturally speaking, um, uh, just an incredible time it is uh, that we are living in uh and the irony is well 
as as in the case of the fall of the Roman Empire, that was just a lot of because of internal decay. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't so much. It wasn't like the, the barbarians, the Germanic tribes coming from the north, sac- the sacking of Rome that happened in the fifth century. Um, that was because the Roman Empire, which had been largely throughout its history pagan, Christian mm-hmm. a little bit there at the end then, um, because of internal decay. Mm-hmm. The crisis that we're going through in Western civilization is because of internal decay. Yeah. Because we have cast aside our Judeo-Christian yeah. roots. Um, and, and we're seeing the consequences mm-hmm. of of the death of Christendom. Right, um, right. So this is something in our diocese. Robin, did you ever read the book from Christendom to Apostolic? Yeah, I, I have not finished it, but yes, I yeah. have. So um, Christendom, where, where in which Christianity is the dominant influence in a society. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, Christendom has been, been dead. Some people would say, frankly, since World War One. Wow. So over 100 years ago, when, quote unquote, Christian Europe basically mm-hmm. killed millions of one another. Yeah. In World War One, and then uh, other things have happened. 1974, um, Archbishop Fulton Sheen mm-hmm. said that Christendom is 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 over. Christendom Just is so, it. so, but I think it's important. So again, so our attitude towards the end of time, our attitude towards the end of Christendom should be the same, regardless of where. What we're am at I and called to signs? do? Yeah, is this good? No. Yeah. There are some silver linings, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, but the times in which we live, we're still called to live vigilantly, and we're still called to be lit and be the to light. Be a, a be, to be, be the a light. light. Our right. world needs to live it. A, a life of peace and joy. What mm-hmm. I, I was really thinking about this a lot when we were in the early months. Uh, of the pandemic, where a lot of people were understandably really anxious. I mean, before mm-hmm. we really knew. Um, how deadly uh, COVID-19 was or wasn't. Like mm-hmm. a lot lot of anxious uh, yeah. anxiety, anxiousness. Um, and, and Christians are always called, again, memento mori. Mm-hmm. We're all going to one die one day, whether it's yeah. because of COVID-19 or a car crash yeah. or old age. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die, so we should be ready. Civilizations, Jesus says, will rise and fall. fall. But... For me as an individual, for me and my household, we, we will serve, serve the, the Lord, Lord, as Joshua Amen. says. Amen. So we're, again, as we're thinking about things like the second coming or the collapse of civilization, mm-hmm. even if it's in slow motion, uh, I think we're called, to, it doesn't matter, we're called to live the same way. Mm-hmm. Lives of Christian joy and vigilance. Yeah. So Robin, we've got about half a minute left. Do you have any like, sort of monopolize the closing monologue? <laughs> any final thoughts from you, Robin? I think just, um, you know, this has been a wild episode, hasn't it? Um, but I think just to enter into Advent with the first Sunday of Advent being this weekend, just enter in. Take what you've heard or listened to. And if you, you know, hear the episode and you're already into Advent, yep. just just let yourself enter in and find that peace and joy and just see how God is going to use you to stay awake and help light the world for others. Amen. Stay awake. Thanks, Robin. Yeah. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition 
at sfcatholic.org with any questions or ideas for future episodes. Until next time, God bless you.